Hey, what's up? Thanks for checking out the Blissful Prospecting Podcast. My name is Jason Bay. You can call me JBay. And this podcast is for reps and sales teams who love landing big meetings with their prospects. But hey, when they go to spend a bunch of time putting together, you know, the exact sequence that they were supposed to write that they read about online or heard about, and it's got the right number of emails, phone calls, LinkedIn touches, but they go to execute it. And it's just crickets, not a lot of responses. So if that's ever happened to you before, you're definitely in the right place. Today, I'm doing an episode uh, on the skill series, and I'm talking about a framework that I work with sales teams on called the Problem Finder. So if you're kind of wondering, like, hey, I know my emails should talk about problems, or it should talk about the prospect, or hey, people keep talking about empathy, and you know, I don't even really know what my prospects do in their day-to-day, all of that stuff is really going to affect how well you do on the phone when you cold call people, how well you sequence, and how well you cold email. Because if you don't know about the prospect's world and what's important to them, it doesn't matter how many times you reach out to them, you're not going to get very favorable responses. So what I want to do is walk you through a framework that I use to figure out more in depth, like who your prospects are so that you can empathize with them and talk about their world and their problems. So if you imagine a quadrant, so on the y-axis, what you have at the top is higher value activities. And then what you have at the bottom is lower value activities. And if you picture the x-axis, on the left side, you have lower effort stuff that doesn't take as much time. And then you have higher effort stuff on the right. So in the upper right quadrant, you're going to have things that are high value. You're going to get a lot of great information and nuggets from doing these activities, but they're high effort. So they're going to take a longer time to do. So let's start with that bucket first. And then I'm going to give you some uh, things that you can do. And then a way to prioritize some of these activities in case you're wondering what you should get started with, because I'm going to give you quite a bit of them today. So again, in the upper right, we have higher value activities that are higher effort. The first thing that you can do is a customer interview. So this isn't feasible for everyone, but if you are working directly with your clients and you close them and you have that relationship, one of the things I highly recommend doing is interviewing them. And there's a couple different kinds of questions that you want to ask them. But really what you want to do is focus not on how great your product or service is. We don't want them to really talk about that much at all. We really want them to talk about what it was like working with you through the sales process and why they decided to even take a meeting with you in the first place. So here are a couple of questions that you could ask. So you could say, hey, before you reached out to us, what problem were you having or what problems were you having? And get them talking about their problems and then ask them, how was that affecting their day? How is that affecting their week? How is that affecting their ability to do their job or get the results they wanted with their team? So really, really dig into the problem that they were having. The next thing, and this is really basic that I like to do, is ask them about their top priorities. So, uh, hey, Josh, on any given day, what are the top, like maybe two or three things that you care about most? So we're getting priorities, we're getting problems. Uh, Hey, what what made you decide to take a meeting with me? Right, so get them to talk about why they decided to meet with you. Hey, what were some of the options that you considered? And you might need to rewind this as I'm realizing this, there's kind of a bunch of questions here. But what were some of the options you considered to help you with this problem? And then why did you ultimately go and decide to go with us? So those are the five questions that you want to ask. Focus on the problem, 
focus on their priorities, focus on why they decided to reach out with you. If there was anything that held them back, you know, for pulling the trigger, you're going to find a lot from those customer interviews and customer interviews are great, but they take a long time to do. And you may not have access to directly talk to your customers. So the second thing that you can do in this higher value, higher effort bucket in the upper right quadrant here is talk to coworkers. So who at your company best represents the personas that you prospect to. So if you sell to CFOs, see if you can get a meeting with your CFO and talk to them. If you're a sales leader, conduct a fireside chat with your CFO and facilitate a conversation with your sales team and the CFO so they can get a day in the life of what a CFO looks like and what they like and don't like. Uh, The third thing that you can do is talk to customer success. So if you have a customer success team at a SaaS company or some sort of delivery team at a service-based company, Talk to the people that onboard clients and figure out like what problems they have during their onboarding. What's the transformation? What does the before and after look like? And lastly, what you can do is talk to other reps. So if there are, if you're not the top rep at your company, you need to be, to have a relationship with the top reps at your company. You need to be talking to them. Mitch Pelleroy from BombBomb is a really good example of this. He is episode 99. This dude, like one of the first things he did when he got hired is he asked his, the people that hired him who the top reps were at the company. And he went to the top reps and said, hey, I'm just letting you know I'm here and I'm out to get you. <laughs> like, I, I want to beat you, right? And oh, by the way, what's working well for you right now? <laughs> you know, so talk to some of the other reps, maybe this, the more seasoned folks. That's something Mitch Pelleroy found a lot of success doing. So that's the higher value, higher effort activity. So if we move to the left, in the upper left quadrant, We still have higher value stuff, but lower effort. And by the way, what I would do is pick one of these in each quadrant to do. So these are a little bit easier to take action on because they don't take as long. So one, um, your sales calls. If you're doing your own sales calls, start either recording them if you're not or taking way better notes. So when a prospect shares what their problem is or why they decided to talk to you, you literally need a transcribed version of how they talked about their problems Because that becomes the thing that you do when you're prospecting. Hey, I was actually talking to a VP of sales the other day and they told me this. It needs to be their words. Exactly. Second thing you can do if you're an SDR or BDR, and let's say you're not doing your own discovery or demos, listen to recordings of other people, your AE doing discovery calls and other people doing demos. Right. So listen to those gong, chorus, wingman, whatever you're using. Listen to those recordings. Number three, case studies. I don't know why I have to keep talking about this, but I find that a lot of companies have great case studies and reps have not looked at them. So pour through every single case study that your company has for the personas and companies that you sell to or prospect to. Look specifically at the language they use around the transformation. Case studies are typically in a problem result, you know, kind of thing. Here is the situation and the problem they were having. Here's how they solved it. Look at those case studies. See if there's any language that you could literally copy and paste. Or with those case studies that you could use what I talked about in episode 103 with a short and C-suite cold email. There's a case study template in that episode if you haven't listened to it. Number four, testimonials. So look on your company's site and look at the testimonials, the blurbs, the words that people use. You'll find a lot of good nuggets in there. I almost said nuggies. That was kind of weird. Um, So nuggets. Uh, And then lastly, reviews. So if you sell software, go to g2.com. Look at the positive reviews for your company. Another thing that you can do to find a little bit more out about your competitors in the competitive landscape 
is look at the positive and negative reviews for your customers' products. So you can figure out a little bit more about like what people like about your competitors and what they don't like, and then get a better idea of what people like about your solution and what they don't like. So now you can have like a really informed conversation with your prospects. If you're selling services, go to clutch.co or just type in like the service that you sell. Maybe you sell insurance, maybe insurance reviews. Go to sites where people leave reviews on companies like yours or your competitors. Okay, now we're going to move into things that are lower value. That doesn't mean they're not worth doing. Every now and then we'll find some really good nuggets. So in the lower left quadrant, we have lower effort activities that are lower value. So these are industry-related podcasts. They could be industry-related blogs. You could be looking on social media, especially LinkedIn, for people talking about things in your industry. Maybe industry events. There's a lot of cool virtual events that you can sign up for these days that are free. Sign up for the events that your prospects are likely attending. And there's all kinds of good marketing language in there that you could probably use. And then lastly, what we have in the lower right, these are lower value, higher effort industry reports. These are typically like really tough things to find. I would also throw in here 10Ks. So if it's a publicly traded company, you can find 10Ks. So these are transcripts and like, you know, documentation of what that company's working on, which is pretty cool. So that's the problem finder. So what I would do is, is if I had to pick some low hanging fruit here and you're just getting started, what I would do is talk to other reps at your company. I would look at your case studies and then I would try to get either recordings of calls and demos for you to listen to or take much closer note of your own sales calls. That's like the lowest hanging fruit. I really like the G2.com hack too. You know, getting on these review sites and looking at the positive and negative reviews. So that's it for today. That's the problem finder exercise. Again, take action on two or three of those and you're gonna find some really good success figuring out a little bit more about who your prospects are and what their problems are. If you're looking for some more content like this, I have some bite-sized stuff that I put together for you. It's a one-page Google Doc, and it's got all of our best content that you can consume in like five or 10 minutes. So more bite-sized nuggets like this to help you with your cold emails, cold calling, LinkedIn sequencing, objection handling, motivation, all that good stuff. You can find that at blissfulprospecting.com slash Jason. And thanks for checking out the podcast today. We'll talk to you later.